What's up, y'all? It's Mace Blanco on 610 from G's the Millions. I don't need clout the podcast. Make sure you check us out on I don't need clout podcast.com and all other streaming platforms for podcasts. Let's get into it. All right, y'all. Episode 14. Today, we're getting into the Russell Brand allegations. This seems to be something extremely common with celebrities, but we'll go ahead and break this down. And I'm just going to say this first. If you haven't noticed by now, I'm absolutely not someone that just like blindly believes the first narrative that hits my ears. If it's something that sparks my interest or something I feel is important enough for me to look into, that's what I'm going to do. I've never been that person that's spreading rumors or, or chasing clout because I don't just believe shit and run with it. And that's pretty much how we got here. I don't need clout the podcast. Let's dive right in. All right. So Russell Brand is facing some sexual assault or rape allegations, which are some serious heinous crimes. So we got to put some thought into this. Let's like analyze the situation. And unfortunately, 2023, my first thought when I hear anything like this, because it's so common, is this a money grab? And I would assume my listeners know what a money grab is, but just in case you don't, the Webster's definition is unprincipled acquisition of a large sum of money with little effort. So the real world translation of that is somebody's trying to get a bag. That's their main intention. Someone is trying to get money out of a situation with as little effort as possible. And unfortunately, like we call it a money grab because people really want money, but people are chasing clout too. People are clout chasers. But an example of someone that's out to get the money is a slip and fall person at your local Walmart at McDonald's. They see the floors a little bit wet. Maybe it was raining or something. Maybe somebody mopped and didn't put a sign out. Boom, money grab, slip and fall case. And they do it on purpose at these places because they know they're going to get paid. It's almost a guarantee. And so the equivalent of like a slip and fall money grab for your average person who's just hoping that they get hit by a car, maybe wants to walk in traffic a little bit because if you hit them, they know they're getting an insurance check. They might have to go to the fucking hospital too, but they don't think that far through. They're thinking like, give me the check from the people that I know that have the check. So what happens to celebrities in the money grab situations is one of two things. One, and I've seen this on many celebrities but like the cat williams situation for example someone will try to provoke you a lot of the time it happens in public because that's where they might run into you but they'll see a celebrity and they'll try to provoke them to get assaulted everybody knows that guy that doesn't really want to fight but he's like hit me motherfucker start calling you a bitch and all this other shit he wants to get hit he wants you to crash out he wants to sue a celebrity to get paid and then number two this is what we're seeing here, potentially, these situations, a lot of the time are these male celebrities are out. They they meet a woman while they're out. They take her home. They have consensual sex. They later go home. They go on their way. They go back to living their lives. And then we find out in the news later that this person claims to have been sexually assaulted by said celebrity like we see it all the time all right so the next question that i ask myself after the money grab scenario after i try to rule out if this is just an opportunist trying to make the easiest bag possible the next thing i would ask myself would be is this some kind of mainstream media attack has this been coordinated and orchestrated by uh media or people working together like how many powerful enemies does this guy have because we know if you're saying the things that go along with the agenda of the 
news, they leave you alone. You won't have problems, but you might have your life on track. You might be a good person. You might have good character. You might have morals. You might be saying conservative things. You might be saying things that are is is waking people up, getting them out of that slave mindset to where they're just constantly believing the first narrative that they're told. Are you making them think? Are you encouraging people to have independent thought, like true independent thought? Because it seems like, at least in entertainment, when you make the wrong enemies, you either went crazy, you're strung out on drugs, or both, or they bring up the sexual assault allegations from who knows when. And what's crazy, I get a lot of backlash for thinking like this. I get backlash for just having this train of thought, let alone whatever I end up getting into. Because realistically, most people are so controlled by the public perception to even think of a question like that. They'd be like, what do you mean some kind of media attack? What do you mean enemies? This guy sexually assaulted somebody. So without ever looking into it or ever question anything they just run with the narrative and then if you are somebody that's like i wonder if there's another side to this story you're instantly labeled as a conspiracy theorist which is cool i guess just call me a conspiracy theorist because i can't tell you how many things that have been considered a conspiracy and then came out to be true like look back on modern history and you can start to decipher Oh, this is what they told people. This is what actually happened. And there's a difference between the two. So if I'm a conspiracy theorist, then fuck it. And realistically, I feel like almost everyone can realize that the news sells us fear mongering, first of all. And the second thing, they over exaggerate, they lie, and they paint narratives a certain way, mostly in the direction that's most profitable. So if you walk up to somebody random on the street and you ask a hundred people, do you trust the news? Do you feel like the news is trustworthy? I would be really surprised to see how many people answer yes and no. So if you don't trust the source of your information, why would you continue to get information from that source? But no, seriously, it's been proven time and time again that mainstream media is controlled by an agenda. The news is paid to control public perception, and there's literally government agencies that work at news stations. Do some research on that last part if you disagree. But anyway, Russell spoke out about mainstream media. He spoke out against COVID. He spoke out against the vaccine, the jab. We know that he's made a lot of enemies since 2020. So it really makes you think. He creates content bashing mainstream media. Mainstream media creates content accusing him as someone that has committed sexual assault. Just having that perspective and that background, having that context, it really makes you think. So, of course, within these past few days, he's already been completely demonetized on YouTube and cannot make any money off of his content just based on these allegations. And I just want to say I'm not picking a side here. I'm not advocating for any particular side. I don't know if he did it. I don't know if if this is true i don't know if she's telling the truth or she's lying i'm not the police i'm not the courts i'm not the judge i'm not an investigator i'm not a forensic scientist i do not fucking know but one thing i do know i'm not just gonna believe it because it was in the news he was a, a drug addict he was a sex addict there's a possibility these allegations are true just with the probability of weighing in those those other two things he has since denied these allegations i'll go ahead and play you a piece of the clip so you can hear it for yourself amidst this litany of astonishing rather baroque attacks are some very serious allegations that i absolutely refute 
These allegations pertain to the time when I was working in the mainstream, when I was in the newspapers all the time, when I was in the movies. And as I've written about extensively in my books, I was very, very promiscuous. Now, during that time of promiscuity, the relationships I had were absolutely always consensual. I was always transparent about that then, almost too transparent. And I'm being transparent about it now as well. And to see that transparency metastasized into something criminal that I absolutely deny makes me question is there another agenda at play? But one thing that I will always strongly disagree with is facing consequences and facing punishment before you're actually found guilty. Like it's supposed to be innocent until proven guilty, but you know, like I know, it's always you're guilty until you're proven innocent. In a lot of these cases we watch, you really have to prove that you're innocent for the truth to be the truth. Otherwise, it puts a lie on the records and you face consequences for it. And that's how a lot of people really get wrapped into these plea deals where it's like you're facing 41 years if you take it to trial and you lose and they paint the picture that you're some villain and you committed this crime that you never did, you could be facing life in prison. Or you take a five-year, eight-year plea deal, you do your time, you get out and you try to rebuild your life after these next few years. Even as an innocent man, that happens all the time. More often than anyone would want to admit or look into and accept. But yeah, I don't think anyone should have their endorsements drop, be dropped as a spokesperson lose their TV show role and get fired just because someone has made allegations against them. Like you really need to let a person clear their name first. Like let the situation go through, let it, let it unfold before these companies just jump on board with the media narrative. But I know these companies are also scared of the media. They always want to be in the media's favor, which I can understand that. But when it comes to punishing innocent people, that just doesn't sit right with me. So I, I really can't respect that he already was demonetized on YouTube just for somebody putting out some allegations against him. And I get it though. Like if you're just a sheep and you just believe everything that you're told and you don't question anything, the media really angles these stories to make it seem like you already are guilty. They make it seem like you did it from the way that the titles are set up, from the way that the verbiage is cut in these short clips. They will paint you to be a monster. And they do that either to ruin your reputation or you might be the enemy of somebody. You might be pushing that alternative narrative. And the last thing would just be for power. And we have the First Amendment right of freedom of press, which means anyone can be the news. You can publish professional articles like you are the press. You have that right. And nowadays, social media dominates the advertising space. As a podcaster, as a content creator, as an athlete, you don't need the news as much as you used to. You can talk directly to the public. And I know that's threatening to these news companies when somebody builds up a high level of influence for themselves, especially when they have that influence and then they're bashing mainstream media that completely goes against their business plan and their need for the public trust. And here's a famous quote that I think sums this up perfectly. And that quote is to learn who rules over you simply find out who you're not allowed to criticize. This happened to Andrew Tate and Tristan Tate. They faced consequences before they were found guilty. They haven't actually been found guilty yet. All right, and someone that was found guilty, that was punished before they went to trial, before the facts came out, if we want to say that they all came out, I think we can agree not all the facts came out, but Tory Lanez. Tory Lanez had public scrutiny from 
the first video Meg put out. Everyone in his industry bashed him. He was even having problems with his landlord being able to rent at his apartment. Like, I understand he was guilty in the situation or was found guilty at the very least, but I still disagree, even if a person is guilty, that they shouldn't face consequences before we actually prove that they're guilty. It's a slippery slope and it's a really dangerous thing to do. See, I followed Tory's case really close. It seems like it would have been better for him to take the plea deal. And he was found guilty, so on the record, he is guilty. And like I said, I watched that case really close. And I think we could all agree that we didn't get all the facts in that situation. We really don't know what happened. I think there was a ton of reasonable doubt still out there, but that voicemail call that he gave to Kelsey really screwed him in the trial. And they were at least able to convince the jury that he shot Meg. It's not necessarily proof, but that's just how the court system works. They ignored the forensic evidence or lack thereof, and he got convicted. He got 10 years in prison and will probably get deported after that. So it's a bad situation all around, but like I said, he faced consequence before he was actually found guilty, which I don't personally think is fair. So in his case, that's a bad example, but what about the Kobe Bryants of the world? What about the Ben Roethlisbergers? What about Benjamin Mendy? Guys that have all been accused of sexual assault that were found innocent. Yo, even worse than going through that situation yo even worse than like going through these situations and being found innocent and needing to try to redeem yourself and build your reputation back up and correct people's mind frame when they already view you as some kind of monster i saw this video it was an older white woman i mean these people are old now but they went to court because way back in the day 44 years ago she accused someone of sexual assault of rape now today's technology and forensic evidence they were just able to exonerate him after 44 years in prison he did 44 years and he was an innocent man 44 years and the woman was in court the day he got exonerated and she was not remorseful at all like it's on the court record that you're lying after all these years and you know what she said this bitch said at least I got 44 years out of him. Like, this bitch should go to jail for 44 fucking years. She should get the same amount of time that he had to do. Because he didn't do anything. She actually did something. You know how fucking hard it would be to survive prison for 44 years? Mentally? When you didn't do nothing. And I know that was back in the day. But with the technology and everything that we have now, we need to establish some kind of real criteria for someone to be able to put allegations on your name like that. And at this point in today's society with the Me Too movement and one person comes forward for the money grab and then every chick that ever met you throughout life that you never even gave her a hug before, they want to come out the woodworks and say, Me Too and sue you and get a piece of this money bag. I feel like with this Me Too movement for the last like 10 years, there's been more sexual assault allegations than there has been actual sexual assault. And it's really fucked up because it's kind of like the boy that cried wolf situation where like we hear it so much that when we hear a situation like this, it's mostly not true. It's mostly false. So our minds automatically go this bitch lying. The thing for me is like, if this person has such status and they're in great shape, they take care of themselves, they have money, they have everything you want, they can give a, a woman the lifestyle that she wants, she wants to have babies by him. Women are like fighting each other to get in front of the next woman so that she can be seen by this person. And I've seen that up close and personal at a Moneybag Yo concert. These bitches got into a fight, fist fight, trying to be up first person at the stage. And he left the concert. So even him, for example, dealing with 
women like that on a regular daily basis at least every night that he has a show you think he's someone of that status is gonna sexually assault somebody when he got 2,000 women lined up for him you gonna tell me he sexually assaulted this ugly bitch I feel like you would have to answer a certain amount of questions or a certain level of questioning that gives some context to the situation proving that something happened that was not consensual and i don't feel like that's too much to ask you should have to be able to prove a crime just like you would prove any other crime so if you want to put allegations on someone you need to be able to make sure that there's some truth to these allegations we have to question you to some capacity because i'm not gonna lie majority of these cases at least all the cases we see in the news they end up to not work out for the courts or for the women. The story comes out that they're just accusing them for money or they're accusing them for payback or blackmail or whatever the case is. Maybe they know it'll make them famous and they'll get some status. They'll be able to get money off of it in other ways. They'll be able to write a book or something, whatever it is. But they pick the most powerful men in society to say this person sexually assaulted me and i get the chances of coming out with more money work out better than accusing tom from walgreens of sexual assault but it just doesn't make sense but anyway we'll see how the russell brand thing plays out like i said he was a drug addict he was a sex addict at one point in time these allegations are from back in the day there is a possibility just considering those things that that he did it so we'll wait to see how the truth comes out and we'll take it from there but i will say not not for this case but in a general sense women that come out with these false claims need to be held accountable and need to be charged with criminal cases you shouldn't be able to just say something about a man with no proof and no evidence whatsoever and ruin his entire life or at least change the trajectory of his entire life because of your allegations because you were mad because you were jealous i even saw a woman that said when she broke up with her ex she called child services on him like if child service resources need to be used it shouldn't be used for some kind of get back or some kind of revenge or because you're mad or jealous and if there was some reason for them to be called in this case it wasn't you should call them when they need to be called it's not that you hold on to this information for your own personal ammo and then when this person pisses you off or does something that you don't like or you can't control them anymore then you call to report a legitimate complaint that's not genuine that is some clout chasing ass shit that is some money grab type shit but yeah that's my two cents on this man i'll keep you updated we'll see how this plays out for russell brand is he guilty is he innocent let's wait for the facts to come in before we just jump on the guilty train this is i don't need clout podcast episode 14 mace blanco on 610 from g's to millions i'll see you next time i'll see you on the other side